Do you want to talk about books? Yeah. Hello, and welcome to A Well-Read Life. This is a place to share stories about good books and the reading life. I'm your host, Beth Jamison. Join me as I meander through my reading journey and discover the books that make up a well-read life. Today I'm giving a quick introduction to a new series that I'll be featuring on the podcast over the next month or so, Beloved Girlhood Classics. Now a few books that I will be featuring were very prominently mentioned in the wonderful romantic comedy from the 1990s, You've Got Mail. So I thought I would feature some of these books because they're just delightful and it's one of my favorite movies and I thought it would be fun to do this whole series on reading like Kathleen Kelly. So think of the books that I'll be talking about. Not all will be coming from You've Got Mail, but many of them will. As books that would be suggested by Kathleen Kelly, the iconic character from You've Got Mail, if you popped into her bookstore looking for your next favorite book. I'll be featuring quite a few classics in the series, but I will also include some newer books and a little bit more about that in a minute. It's no secret that I love middle grade books, so it should come as no great surprise that I'm devoting a whole series to them. After all, You've Got Mail is one of my favorite movies. I have to give credit for the genesis of this series, though, from my interview with Katie Marquette. Katie recommended the Betsy Tacy books on the episode, which, if you remember from the movie, Meg Ryan's character also recommends that series to Tom Hanks's character's aunt. I had never read the Betsy Tacy books. I have collected a, quite a few of them and have always meant to read them. But after talking to Katie, I was inspired to start reading them. And shortly after our interview, I went to the library and picked up a collection of the first four books and loved it. And after I started reading it, I just went down a rabbit hole of children's literature. It was just a nice palate cleanser for me. And once I started, I just couldn't stop. So I thought, how fun to feature that on the podcast. Some of the books that I had been meaning to read for so long and never had a chance to. In our conversation, Katie and I also talked about intuitive reading and following our interest when working on our podcast. And true to fashion, that is what I did. I had other things planned to feature for the next few months, but as I said, when I started going down that rabbit hole of these delightful books, I just couldn't stop and I wanted to share them with you. The series is geared for all ages, so I hope that parents and relatives will get ideas for sharing these books with the children in their lives, but I also hope that adults will read them and enjoy the books too. I'll be briefly talking about reading these books as an adult in a minute, but I will also be talking about it as the series goes on. I want to give a quick disclaimer, though, before I start the series, that all these books should be read as pleasure reads, especially if read with young children. I don't want you to think that any of these books ought to be requirements. That has the tendency to take the joy and life out of a book for a child, and even for us, if you think about it. 
Instead, I'm hoping to give you books that a child can spend an afternoon lost and immersed in the world of the story. And you as well. They are stories of ordinary children in ordinary circumstances, and they deal with all the heartbreaks, hardships, heart issues that we deal with as adults. So you may be wondering why read middle grade books as adults, especially. This is a question I've been considering for quite a long time. I've mentioned that I love middle grade books. I always have. I never outgrew them, even as an adult. But there's a certain quality that they possess, and I want to explore it and answer that question throughout the series. So I'll be going in more depth as the series progresses, but I do want to share before I go any further a quote from C.S. Lewis. Now, I feel like it's slightly taken out of context. I believe this was from his essay on fairy tales. Now, he's talking about the Narnia books, but there's a part of the very end that I want to bring out, highlight, discuss a little bit, but I'll go ahead and share the quote now. This is from one of his essays, but the book that I read it in is his collection of essays called On Stories. So C.S. Lewis says, I never wrote down to anyone, and whether the opinion condemns or acquits my own work, it certainly is my opinion that a book worth reading only in childhood is not worth reading even then. So the part that I want to highlight, of course, is if you can't read a book as you grow older, if it loses some of its ability to hold weight for the reader, if it's too juvenile in its taste, then it will not translate as well for an adult to read. But if it has that timeless quality, if it's able to not only speak to the child, but also the adult, it's a worthy book and it should be read. For children's books to have the elusiveness that C.S. Lewis mentioned, there has to be a sort of special quality to the writing and the story. I looked for these qualities as I chose the books to share on the podcast. Some of the qualities that I'm talking about and that I'll be mentioning more in later episodes are that they don't talk down to the reader. They're not condescending or patronizing. This also helps them to be enjoyed by many ages. There's also an understanding of the child as a whole person. They respect the child's intelligence, their innocence, and their sense of wonder and imagination. And it isn't mocking the child or portraying the child as a baby or presenting a caricature of childhood. They are characters with flaws, but also great strengths to inspire those who read their stories. So that's just a little bit of a foretaste. And I'm going to tell you a couple of the books that I'll be sharing. I'm not going to say all the ones that I will be talking about, but a few of them I thought I would mention. So I've already mentioned the Betsy Tacey books, which thank you, Katie Marquette and your grandmother for pushing me to finally read them. They are sweet, sweet books. And I will be featuring a couple of them in the next episode or the episode after that. I'm not, which, I'm not sure which order these will all come in. The first Betsy Tacey book also has a little tinge of bittersweetness in it, woven in where it's not too weighty for the child. But as an adult, you can see what is below the surface, what the underlying emotions are. And it's done very, very well, especially the, the heroines at the very beginning are, I think, five. 
So they're, they're very young, but there are some things that they will encounter later on in the book that are, are difficult. And Maud Hart Lovelace does a wonderful job of navigating that territory. It's also just a fun book about friendship, and it brings out simple adventures in childhood and also just the wonders of a child's imagination. So I can't wait to share about those books. They're very very sweet and very dear. I will also be featuring the shoes books by Noel Stretfield, which you will remember was mentioned in You've Got Mail. If you've seen the movie, if not, please go watch it. You will be delighted. I am currently reading through the shoes books. I have read ballet shoes and theater shoes, and I am on dancing shoes. And I am going to be searching out and collecting all the books eventually I'm hoping to feature as many as I can when I do that podcast episode, but I have fallen in love with this series. I can't explain why, but Noel Stretfield just has a magic to her writing, especially writing children. She does such a fantastic job. Theater shoes and ballet shoes capture these characters and their children she doesn't like she's not patronizing to them but she doesn't write them older than their years and it is just so well done and it's so enjoyable you get sucked into the stories i finished theater shoes i read them out a little out of sequence i finished theater shoes and immediately scoured my bookshelves to find ballet shoes and after that, I scoured my bookshelves to see if I could find dancing shoes because I did not want to be without a Noel Stretfield book. I just loved them so much. And I have read The Growing Summer. I featured it on the podcast as The Magic Summer, I believe. And that's one of my favorite books. But I think I have found a new favorite in theater shoes. So I cannot wait to share more about that. I will also be sharing an interview I did with my friend, Olga Pishnayak Lawrence. She has a book that she wrote a few years ago when her little girl was very little. And we sat down and talked about how this book has become a book that she has been able to share with her daughter. And it's so sweet to hear that story of how much her daughter loves the book and just the, the beginning of the whole writing process of the book and the story and how it's become such a part of that mother-daughter relationship. So it's a very, very sweet episode. I can't wait to share that one. Olga is a very dear friend of mine, and I can't wait for y'all to meet her through the podcast. If you remember, I had recorded this episode with Olga in, I guess, either last spring or the beginning of the summer, and it was erased, and I was just heartsick over so we finally got it. We got to sit down. We got to re-record it. And it will be in a few weeks, probably in mid-September is when I will have that episode for everybody. I will also have another debut writer, Anna Rose Johnson, who just wrote a wonderful book called The Star That Always Stays. So I'm very excited to share that interview with you as well. I'm thinking that both of those interviews will be sometime in September. There are, of course, a few other books that I will be including in this series that are not specifically shared in You've Got Mail, but are just the epitome of girlhood classic books that will be enjoyed by all ages. 
Well, I'm very excited to share these books with you, and I look forward to talking more about them throughout the coming weeks. I hope you will join me in reading Like Kathleen Kelly, and I will be back very soon to share either about the Betsy Tacey books or the Shoes books. If you'd like to connect in the meantime, you can find me on Instagram at wellreadbeth and on Facebook at the A Well-Read Life Facebook group. I am not on social media very often, but I would love to hear from you. And if you send a message, I will be sure to get back to you, hopefully in a timely manner. Well, that's all for this week. Have a lovely rest of your week. Happy reading and take care. Thank you.